June is Audiobook Month. Join Viviana, the Enchantress of Books, and the Audiobook Lovin' series as she celebrates the authors and narrators who bring your favorite stories to life. Not only will this month be packed with exciting guest podcasts full of all things books, but stick around after each episode for some special information about this year's giveaway and more. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 9, Episode 6 of the Audiobook Loving Theories. And today I am chatting with the fabulous God is Divine narrator, Maxine Mitchell. Welcome, Maxine. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lovely intro. (laughs) I only speak the truth, okay? (laughs) It is. You are fantastic, and I love and adore you. So thank you again for being here. Why don't we do start with having you tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been narrating, and how you got started. Yeah, thanks for having me. Man, uh, well, you just just informed me that my (laughs) 10-year anniversary is coming up. (laughs) So I like a good party. uh, Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've been narrating for about 10 years. I got started when I was living in New York City. I went to school to be an actor, and I had worked all over the country, and I was living in New York, and working with a couple different off-Broadway theaters, but also bartending. And uh, I got an audition at Audible Studios, kind of as a little lucky thing. (laughs) And uh, I went and I was so nervous, but I auditioned and they had me do a bunch of crazy accents and uh, read a bunch of different copy. And yeah, I, I left. And I called a friend and I was like, I think that went really well. (laughs) And as I was calling my friend, I got an email from Audible that was like, we have a book for you. (laughs) So I hadn't even gotten back on the train to go back into the city and I already had a book. So that is that is how I started. See, I was accurate on my introduction of God is Divine. See, no. That's that's really great because I know sometimes we we do things and we're like that went great and then you uh, in my case uh, failed that test. Um. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I was you know I was living in New York. I was an actor. I was going to open calls and appointments every single day. You know, four four or five days a week. And you you know you either always feel good about something or you're like, well, I blew that. But yeah, I was, you're, I was so used to rejection. I was like, well, I think that went well. And then I ended up getting a job. So, yeah, which is always a fun surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And so many years later, I'm sure it's still, you know, good surprises when you get those, you know, in, in inboxes in your, you know, your email, excuse me, in your inboxes that says, hey, we have a book for you or hey, we would love for you to do this book. That no. fun feeling. No, I'm not, changed, I'm not right? surprised at all anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> She almost said it with a straight face. The face, almost. Yeah. No, I, I always get, I always get giddy when I get yeah. a job in my inbox, or even, you know, just like a, an author request or a, you know, a submission request. I'm always like, you want to hire me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And it's one of the many reasons why I love and adore you is, you know, the humbleness, but also the fact that you still have that. Hoo-hoo, oh my god about the process and everything even this many years later you're not like okay yeah it's just another book oh I'm... man I mean the process is what I I love we were talking about this just a couple minutes ago before we started recording and I, like that's what I love I love the work I love you know digging into the characters and I mean I love I love reading and I love storytelling and yeah that that is what I love so much about this job and then it didn't come until later when I was actually meeting fans that I realized kind of like what the work meant once it left my booth too, you know, um, but that's been a nice kind of eye-opening thing as well. Yeah, because it's it's fascinating how I, I've seen it where you guys were, you guys as narrators were behind the, the you know, the curtain, almost like the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> exactly. And it's one of those, like, we have no clue. We didn't know anything about you. We didn't know if you like pepperoni, your pizza or not. I mean, nothing. And then as the years continue to get bigger and better for audiobooks, you know, we got to know some of you guys because now you're doing interviews and, you know, with your, with your authors and this and that. But truly around the pandemic, it really catapulted everybody to kind of step 
into social media. And some mm-hmm. of you guys that had been around and have done stuff and we knew more about you because you would do podcasts or, you know, you know, lives in groups and things like that. We're like, okay, but now suddenly now we're learning that you do or do not like pepperoni on your pizza and stuff like that. And <laughs> you don't care what I like on my pizza. <laughs> I, you know, fascinating enough, I, we do because it's it's part of that finding something in common with you, and yeah. also the hopes of when we go to a conference, if you need to be fed, at least I know what not to get you or to get you, depending on the oh preference. Because um, you guys are busy, and sometimes you know we. We're always here to like, hey, listen, we've seen that you hadn't gotten a chance to break. Here's the pizza. <laughs> Here's your favorite snack. Like, I know Sean Kristen likes his cup- cupcakes, you know, and other things like that. So it's all these different things that you get, to, you know, get to know you a little bit, you know. So it's always yeah. good. So what well, is your favorite? I, <laughs> I mean, well, I have to be honest, like I, I haven't really done a lot of interviews because I get super nervous to do interviews. Like even during the pandemic, I I did like my one, my first real, well, I guess it was my second technically, but uh, like convention, uh, fan event. And I had people that were asking, they were like, why don't you have a fan group? And I'm like, I don't need a fan group. Like, what would I, what would I even do? Why? why?" (laughs) And they're like, just let us create one for you. And I was like, oh, I don't have to do anything. And they're like, you can make it whatever you want it to be. And I was like, oh, let's just talk about food then. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, sure, that's fine. So now I have a fan group and we basically just talk about food. But but yes, going back, (laughs) I don't really do a ton of interviews. And now you see why I just ramble about food. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, the the fans love, again, part of that getting to know you guys, but also is kind of putting together the how do you do this? Because you get like I said, behind the curtain and you do this magic thing that you do and then we get the finished package. And there's a lot of process and stuff that goes along into it from the prep work to other things. In your 10 years, how has your prep for the books changed? Well, I I sort of have a shorthand now for when I'm doing my prep, as opposed to when I first started. I, I like highlighted all the characters in different colors and <laughs> tons of notes in the margins and I'm trying to remember like the the highlighting everybody in a different color was the main thing that I did and I guess I don't really talk about this a lot but one of the reasons I did that is because I am uh dyslexic not like crazy dyslexic but I mean like not what's the word I'm looking for it's not severe but uh but I am dyslexic and so it helped me sort of my eyes go from one thing to the other. So that was how I did when I started. And now, like I said, I sort of have a shorthand where, I don't know, I think it's also probably muscle memory too, you know, like your your brain kind of learns to do the thing that you've been forcing it to do for a while. <laughs> so, so I don't make, I don't really do as much highlighting at this point. I prep the script, I read through it and look for character descriptions and any sort of accents and make sure I'm, you know, fully aware of any different locations that are happening in the book and how that affects the characters and yeah, vocal descriptions and uh, just kind of make sure also that I know the plot, like the back of my hand so that I'm not, you know, blindly just wading through uh and yeah and then i do a search of the document as well usually looking for specific things just to make sure i haven't missed anything in my prep and then and then i hit record (laughs) (laughs) well i mean that's that's still a lot of work that you guys have to deal with because you don't want to go to chapter eight and figure out that they have a russian accent and no, that's the first no, time that you be, realize that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that would be a nightmare. That was- yeah. <laughs> well, listen, at least it was chapter eight and not chapter 45. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's happening. Yeah, you know so, how people yeah. say they have like actors' nightmares or servers' yes. nightmares? That Yeah, that would be a narrator nightmare. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it's happened. That's the worst part, too. But I totally understand, you know, being dyslexic or getting into that zone where you flip the numbers and letters as someone that does that herself but not diagnosed Mm -hmm. it's interesting have you always then when it comes to reading did you 
read a lot growing up and as now as an adult now that you're doing the work or are you finding yourself more into audio because of stuff that might your brain functions how it is you know i, our I did i I read a ton growing mm. up. Um, my my mom was an early education major in college, mm. so she did tons of stuff with us at home, which I think probably is one of the reasons that I was able to kind of navigate mm -hmm. uh, the dyslexia a, a little easier. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I read a ton. I was at the library. My mom would take us, especially in the summer, she'd take us once a week and just be like, go pick books <laughs> <laughs> um which you know that's that's a nice kind of like there wasn't there weren't guidelines it wasn't like here's the children's section please pick three books it was kind of just like go wild pick mm. what you want to read pick what you are interested in right uh, but yeah i was always a a big reader and it was i mean it's like this is a dream job for me I, mm -hmm. I get to read all the time and i get to read different things and it's yeah yeah and also so the the amount of creative um things that sometimes these authors like to put through the readers whether it's aliens in space with double appendages um yeah. <laughs> i to... just did i just did another alien yeah uh, romance yeah yeah <laughs> they get creative i mean there's even one there that uh, her aliens the part of the mating ritual like when he selected her yeah. he, he gives him a kitten and i'm going what? i know i'm like that's oh, gonna be very hard for me to say no to you first of all but then at the same time i'm going thanks for giving me at least 18 years of responsibility here <laughs> that should be a mating ritual for everyone i oh. want a kitten <laughs> i know right can you imagine uh, so when she I'm like yeah you know how to get us readers authors damn you but uh, yeah I, I was like damn, that's 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 wow okay yeah I would not be able to say no aside from the whole hunky yeah fine alien but still <laughs> kitten hello hi yes I'm yours take me now to your your planet <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining like uh like uh, the how what is it the like the it, alien versus predator you know? yeah like i'm imagining them both coming up to me with kittens in their hands right now I, i'm so gonna find artwork <laughs> and send it to you <laughs> oh goodness because i'm sure it's out there but yeah probably yeah yeah because that's the truth though right when i mm -hmm. think of aliens i do think of aliens the bad you know the movies um mm -hmm. where there's not a good sexy alien whatsoever no. Um, or predator which again also yeah. i mean especially when he takes off the helmet but still or like uh, the thing from stranger things yes. like that's what i think <laughs> yeah that's what i think when i think alien so imagine having to reset my wiring per se yeah. when i'm seeing the you know these stories and the trope of alien romance kind of growing and i'm going mm -hmm. oh that's gonna have to be a you know recalibration significantly in my yeah. head but I yeah. love it that well, we have that option. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like, I think part of the allure of aliens, especially, it's like that it's slightly scary because there's so much unfettered physical power and, like, prowess. And, I, you know, that can be exciting. So Yeah. But mind you, I'm fine with vampires and shifters. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> But I draw the line, not that I draw the line, but like aliens. Oh, that was recalibration. But vampires and shifters were fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's been there's been more. There's certainly been more true. of like vampires and and werewolves and things like that in the in the modern canon, if you will, uh, of literature. So it probably just feels more familiar too, maybe. But that is true. I don't know. I mean, thank you to True Blood and all that, you know, yes, sexiness, you Loved know, True Blood. and those that are probably the first timers when it happens with Twilight, especially now that that show is apparently going to be a show now. So, yeah, those are, our, you know, we're it's okay be a with show. That. Yeah, I, I recently God, just old. found. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it. No. Well, the thing is, I'm going through my streaming because I'm trying to figure out what to watch next, because now we're back in the days where. You know, growing up, we had to wait until a certain day of the week to find the next episode. And then we had to wait to get to the, you know, so on and so forth. Right. 
And then we got, you know, spoiled with streaming where we get, you know, binging everything. But now a lot of these server, you know, uh, platforms are going back to that one episode a week. And I'm going, motherfuckers. Uh, and so now I'm trying to figure out what I'm watching. And, and it's like Twilight, Dawn, this, I'm Twilight, this. And I'm like, what's going on? And then I, I you know, saw in my feeds that, yeah, they're apparently making into like a TV show series kind of a thing now. And I'm like, oh, wild. Yeah, it's even in Hot Topics, folks. The wow. whole like Team Edward, Team Jacob. Shut up. <laughs> no. Hot I'm topic. Like, I know. And I'm like, should I think I still have some of the original merch? <laughs> oh, man. I remember going to Hot Topic. I know, right? <laughs> I have to send you that meme. It's one of those like the original OGs of Hot Topics, Goth, coming yeah. into the new Hot Topic. Uh-huh. And I'm going, oh, that's good. yeah. And it was... um. Do they still carry Manic Panic? <sighs> yes, they do, I think. Do they? Yeah. I think they do. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I mean, think about it. We used to wear flares in high school. Yeah. And and those, you know, the string um, spaghetti straps, uh, dresses with the shirts underneath, that's all coming mm-hmm. back now. I mean, yeah. it's nothing like going into a, a shop and going, the latest trends. I'm going, I wear that in high school. Yeah. <laughs> so... What's Man. old is new and all that fun stuff again. <laughs> but it's the same exact same thing with romance. I mean, there's been times where historical romance are on top of the world and we love a good Duke and Rake. And then there's the paranormal when all of a sudden we're looking back into having more vampires again or mm-hmm. rom-coms and things like that. You've done a variety of genres within the umbrella of romance. Do you uh, have a yeah. favorite to perform? A favorite to perform? I mean, mm-hmm. I love, I love, I love paranormal. I love all the the vampires and the shifters and uh mm-hmm. i love all of that the phase you know yeah uh yeah but i yeah it's it's tough because i i like so many i again one of my favorite things about this job is that i get to do different stuff all the time like mm-hmm. i am i am the type of person who gets bored doing the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. like, which is why i could never have a an office job <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the fact that I get to do, like, I get excited when I get something different, you mm-hmm. know? I'm like, oh, yes, cool. I get to do, like, I got excited about the alien romance because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I haven't done one of these in a while. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But even with shifters and stuff like that, uh, there's an author that has busted out with polar bears and raccoons. Oh, my. And I'm going, Ooh. nice. Okay. So we're not we're not sticking to the werewolf shifting thing. Okay. We're going to get exploratory. Raccoons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Raccoons. There was one. Yeah. And a red panda was another one that she did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think are they that... so now I want to know like are they human sized raccoons or do they actually like shift down to shift down to size? Yeah. Shift down to raccoon size. <laughs> there was there was one about a squirrel that I about it was a I think a a trend you know like that was a hot topic conversation last year yeah. around this time with audiobooks because it became an audiobook and all of a sudden it's this sexy guy that shifts into a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I kind of love that. I mean, well, like, can you imagine what a different existence that is to be that tiny? So like you get to experience it and then go Mm -hmm. back to being a a Mm -hmm. human size again. Yeah, Yeah. I can see that could be, that could be fun. Yeah. I can also see the relationships there. I'm going, listen, keep that shit up. I'm going to put you in a cage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just wait until you go back to squirrel mode. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there a genre that you have yet to narrate in that you're just like, mm, cannot wait for it, but you haven't done? Man, that's a great question. Um, a genre that I haven't gotten to do. I, re- I mean, I really, I've been pretty lucky. I get to do a lot of different stuff. Yeah, I no, I don't think so. I like, I, I don't have any aching desire, you know, to do something that I haven't done so far. I really feel like I've gotten to kind of, I've run the gamut of, you know, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, well, you know, a couple, give it a couple of years, I'll come up with a new one. I remember when New Adult sure, was yeah. new, do you remember? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> or like, what's New Adult? We're gonna have like vintage adult and antique adult next? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 18 adult. Let's just leave it at that. But yeah. So, you know, all that, you know, dark romance is relatively new to now. So yeah, who knows yeah. what we're going to get in there. We're going to come up with something within romance or even outside. There's mm-hmm. those all these lovely cozy mysteries and fun stuff that 
you know, like yeah. now horror is a thing again. I'm really uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah. And, and some of them are doing the horror romance, and I'm like, this will be interesting. Do oh, you like- I've never <laughs> done a horror romance, so you there see? you go. There, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love you. Keep that shit. I'm going to stab you, stab you, though. <laughs> That's how the other boyfriend ended up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's different. He's going to change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> because we get so, such a di- you know diverse list of characters from the aliens to the shifters to the firefighter next door and the heroine that's the baker. We do get these you know, characters from all, you know, places in the in the world and outside of space as well. But they all also have, some of them have accents and we are suckers for accents. And mm-hmm. as listeners, which one's your favorite to perform? My favorite accent? Huh? Oh, I mean, I, I love, I love doing all the different accents, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I, this is, I feel like this is a cop out of an answer, but I really do. Like, especially for, well, like, especially for the minor characters in books, you know, like I love, I love giving a, a minor character just a really distinctive way of speaking, not even necessarily an accent, you know, like my, I love this. Here's an example. I love when you get a scene where a character is answering questions from multiple reporters. And I'm like, how can I make all these reporters sound like totally different human beings? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I've done Russian a lot. So maybe Russian. We'll say Russian. Okay. Yay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Fine, things you're making me choose, Viviana. Yeah, Fine. I mean, I, I also love, I also love a good, you know, British accent. I'll do I for uh, the for book bonanza. We're doing some sort of panel with accents, and I, they were asking, they were like, "What accents do you feel comfortable with?" And I was like, "I will do any accent poorly for a laugh, so you can just put that down." <laughs> I don't care. No to self. <laughs> I mean, no. Well, I mean, look, the thing is, like, if I'm doing it for a book, then I'm researching it. Absolutely. Sure yeah. that it is. You know, well, you did say for fun. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Um, but if it's, you know, if it's supposed to be funny, it's a panel that's supposed to be funny. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll take, I'll take any suggestion you give me. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. I mean, like, we always have this idea of what an accent sounds like you know when we think irish many people think like like the lucky charm um yeah. you know or you know, that's just the cork accent right exactly or when in we ireland ex- perfect and then same thing yeah. with like british accents we're like yeah you know depending on like are you going beatles are you going chim chim chimarie mary poppins mm-hmm. or are we doing you know mi5 <laughs> yeah. so it's Ooh, mi5 i like yeah, it yeah yeah matthew mcfadden mm. Yeah, right. that was a good show. <laughs> it was. It was. Mm-hmm. For a while there, I was like, oh, okay, folks, for those that don't know, it's called The Rabbit Hole for a reason. Yeah. Um, totally discovered Matthew McFadden thanks to uh, Pride and Prejudice of 2005. You're seeing that oh. all over TikTok now. And uh, of course, I'm like, what else has he been in? And bam, and found a bunch of different things, even figured out that you can buy DVDs from Amazon UK. And you can play it here in the States, but you have to have a specific DVD player that has codes that allow you to do it because everything's code restrictions because, you know, love it. This was prior to streaming a few years ago. So that's kind of how I discovered about MI5, which is a show basically CIA, FBI, Mm -hmm. but British. And uh, Yeah, so that's just one of those where we think accents, we kind of go with those mindsets, but there's so many different little nuances depending on where they're from. And and even here in the States, a Texan accent versus a Savannah, Georgia accent uh-huh. versus a Kentucky, Louisville. It's just different. And even though technically South, right? And people will tell you if you're wrong or if you pronounce mm-hmm. it wrong because of a oh, yeah. you know, street of how they do it, you know, heck, I've done it. It's like, it's not Kissimmee, it's Kissimmee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... So it's, it's, it's important to do the research when, you know, you're doing it for, for work, but have fun with it yeah. when you're on a panel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. So I guess that's a message to everyone who's coming to Book Bonanza. Come see me do bad accents. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's, yeah. it, it becomes a challenge. There's authors out there that no lie sit while they're writing and go, what accents can I throw at my narrator? Because they already know who the narrator is. And they're like, let's see if they can do it. And the narrators has time has said, fuck you. And others have said, challenge accepted. And then they go for it. Uh, yeah. So kind of, it's always like fun things. But again, it's yeah. important to, to have at least a basic stuff. But yeah, panels are fun. We did that in a, not that one particularly, but you know, they're saying, oh, I'll listen to them read anything was kind of like my challenge for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> for that, that, panel. Was, that was super fun. That, yeah. I mean, yeah. And man, Carly Robbins, <laughs> yes. Carly Robbins came through. She brought a whole bunch of material. She was like, did you guys bring anything? And we were all kind of like, um, mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for, uh, and so she, yeah, she gave me her instant Instapot yeah. cookbook. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. I'll find something in here. You've never made, I mean, never has there been a recipe that sounded so enticing, you know, and just good if it's not by, you know, Maxine Mitchell. Cooking, yes, cooking times cooking's for thing. root vegetables, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we, we, I mean, as fans, we say it all the time. Oh, we'll listen to you say anything, yellow pages, alphabet, whatever. And the reality is that, yeah, you guys do such a fantastic job that you can make literally anything sound intriguing or sexy or diabolical or just, you know, sarcastic as fuck. And that's perfectly fine. <laughs> well, thank I, you. That's yes, yes, yes. <laughs> again, well, it was a super fun panel. So. Well, I'm glad that you guys are going to these things and being more involved in the community. So it's always fun yeah. to see you guys. Yeah. Well, going back to what I said at the beginning of this, like that was a huge eye opener for me was kind of like connecting with the fans and uh, of romance in particular of this genre, uh, just meeting them and Romance listeners are some of the kindest and like, uh, yeah, they're just, they, I, they have been lovely and welcoming and, uh, yeah. And, and open, um, also, which, you know, I, which I guess makes sense, you know, a lot of romance, it's all about relationships and vulnerability and, um, it's just really nice to hear how much certain things that we do can be therapeutic or resonate with people in different ways. And I, yeah, I, I love hearing that. I love the human connection and the human aspect of this job. So, yeah. Well, for you guys as narrators, it's also very lonely in there. I mean, you're literally talking to yourself in different oh, yeah. voices as if there are other human beings in there. And you yeah. guys do a fantastic job. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, how many narrators? Wait, it's only Maxine. Damn, she good. Again, God is divine <laughs> for a reason. But it, it's, you know, to have that interaction, because I think as human beings, we kind of crave to have that sense of community and, and just uh, from a final product perspective, to know that you know, maybe they discovered a love for food because you did something in a book or said something in an episode or this and that and uh, or be, be able to come with a community and have friends that, sure, we all love the kink. <laughs> it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's totally yeah. fine. You know, or like, you too. Yeah, hell yeah. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> mission, I have Find your thing, coming. man. Find your thing that you love and are passionate about. Yep. It's that's it's, it's definitely something that I love about this community is how open and embracing it is to the the vast of creative things that we can fall in love with from again topics from as cooking but also you guys there's been times where I've read a book and I know there's others out there as well that we literally throw across the room and say burn fuck you and then we're like the next thing I do is like please let it be an audiobook search please let it be an oh yes it's an audiobook who are the narrators <laughs> you know it can make or break a book people we all know this is true okay and then you're searching and you're going uh-huh oh fuck yeah Maxine's doing it sold and and then you can listen to the whole thing and that exact place comes up where you threw that book across the, the room because fill in the blank reasons and now you can and you're like oh see this is what we needed the interpretation of how you guys do the the book is different sometimes than what we're doing it in our heads as we're reading it for uh, sure yeah i had a lot of people say that about the uh the ravenhood series books like Cecilia because of the fact that that character starts out I mean she's young and she's immature when it starts out and people were like I hated her and then I listened to the audiobook and like you actually hear her grow up within the that trilogy so uh which is you know that's 
nice to hear but also what as to what you were saying it it can be a totally different experience in audio so yeah yeah and there's sometimes too that we're we're having this kind of like moments where like did we read the same book because mm -mm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> i'm like you like oh okay and it's not not a shaming of anything it was just one of those like oh okay cool for you but we like that okay all right i'm like well if i know what what else to recommend uh for you if something comes across the things but it's it's always rather interesting what some people will love and like and then some others don't and in this community we are all acceptant of that and we're like okay great so what's next because <laughs> we're devouring the books you guys yeah. not fast enough sometimes i'm sure uh, <laughs> girl i'm working over here <laughs> <laughs> i know right i'm in here every day <laughs> what are you supposed to have a life an outside thing no listen you only get a potty break and food break let's go uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, how many books are you cranking out nowadays? Oh, I mean, a couple a week. That's, you know, that's my, yeah, that's my schedule is that mm -hmm. I, I have a couple of books a week on my schedule, depending on the length, obviously, you yeah. know, if it's a, if I'm recording a 12 hour book, then that's probably the book I'm recording that week. But if it's, you know, a couple of dual narrations, then uh, I'm able to do, you know, more than one. So. Mm -hmm. How does that look for you when it comes down to, to for duets? Because that's becoming to be more and more popular, which I love. And a lot it used to be that prior to pandemic, you guys would have to go into a studio of sorts and record and you know pop in, pop out, figure out what who scene and stuff like that. Come pandemic, Zoom became a thing. And sometimes mm -hmm. you guys were recording together via a Zoom. But you know, how does that look like nowadays? Because I've, you know, I know that people just do your end and then submit the files and then engineer does their magic. Yeah. So I mean it can work. It can honestly, it can work a variety of different ways. It can work like you said, st there are still some times where you're recording at least in the same studio. And then other times you are recording over Zoom, which I, I love, honestly, like that way you're still getting the live performance aspect of it. You're you're playing off of each other so that it really feels, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Genuine. It feels, Im it feels immediate. It feels, yeah. yeah, sure. And you're you're getting all of the energy in, in the scene as well. And then uh, I've also worked with companies that like, you record certain scenes together, but the like the the higher emotional scenes um, together, and then you're kind of recording wild lines. You know, you're only recording your lines uh, for other chapters. And then I've also done it where you're only recording your stuff and sending that in. Um, so I I prefer the the live uh, playing off of each other. I, I think I think for me at least that it results in a more cohesive performance, but uh, you know, who's, who's to say, I, I'm sure that it also sounds great, <laughs> you know, if, if you're just kind of piecing it together as well. Um, so. Well, then I think also yeah. that kind of says to the talent that the narrators, when they say, oh, you know, the whole misconception of they're just reading the book, right. Uh -huh. Is, is just kind of thrown out the window that you guys do such a fantastic job that as the listeners, when things are spliced together, we have no clue. Mm -hmm. And it's because you're still giving me 110% of the performance, regardless uh -huh. of who may or may not be on the other end for you. I think it helps that a lot of us are uh, or have some sort of theater uh, background or acting background and that we've kind of learned how to... Well, I went to school I went to school for musical theater and one of the most important things the director of our program said was uh kind of like director proofing ourselves um because you weren't always going to have someone leading the charge who was you know amazing uh so the fact is I am now I, I'm I am leading the charge so I'm kind of like I've, I've, you, you have to learn to like direct yourself kind of try and have in your mind what what might the other person be doing in this scene and um, so yeah I don't know I guess I guess all I'm saying is having the theater background certainly helps and yeah I 
I, I, I still love doing it live. You know, I, I love yeah. being able when, like I said, Zoom is perfect for that. It's you do the countdown, you hit record together, and then your tracks basically are going to line up for the engineer anyways. Uh, but then you actually get to play off another person, which is not only fun, but I think, you know, really effective as far as the scene work goes. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things I love in books is when the when the writer does a really good job of the banter between characters. Mm -hmm. And it's a little hard to interrupt yourself. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? But sure, when you yeah. get into those moments and it's a heated conversation and you're like, nah, 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 and then they interrupt you. When it's, you know, duet narration, you can do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always fun. Those are some of my favorite scenes. What about you as the performer? What are some of your favorite scenes to perform in books? Oh, man, I I love awkward uh, interactions. Those like in rom-coms, you know, um, I, I always love kind of getting to dig into the the weirdness because <laughs> i i just I, I think that those are those are emotions and feelings that everyone can identify with you know like that the horrible feeling of embarrassment and mortification and <laughs> um so i kind of like swimming in those in those waters uh yeah like funny and awkward and em embarrassing i like yeah. all that you have a great timing too with uh when you narrate and there are those rom-com moments in books and also oh, sarcasm is like mm, professional with you too so like mm -hmm, <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> the girl that loves sarcasm as well so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like yeah that's, that's how i was thinking it mm -hmm. and so i'm like <laughs> and i was like having a maxine in your head a little bit you know <laughs> when you have those moments you're thinking it you're like, mm, yeah, that's exactly how I would have said it. Yep. Seems <laughs> on it. <laughs> Thank you. When you're not pushing all these awesome books uh, to the listeners and you're not working, what do you do for fun? For fun? Mm -hmm. um, I, you need me to look that up for you? No. <laughs> fun. Fun. Let me see. Fun. Uh, fun. How do you spell that? Fun. Fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I, I do a lot of baking. I bake a lot. Uh, that's like my, that's my fun and Zen activity. Um, and then I do, I do a lot of yoga and yeah, I walk around in nature. I like to hike. Um, yeah, I don't know. I used to rock climb a lot, but I haven't done that in a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like baking, indoor activity, where the worst thing that can happen is the bread doesn't come out the right way because you forgot to include an ingredient. Rock climbing, where, hmm, plumaging. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> usually in a harness. <laughs> Ouchie. <laughs> I've been in a harness before. Those are not yeah. comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Those are not comfortable. Women, women are, are, uh, naturally, like, I, I don't want to say better, but uh, women are naturally better at rock climbing than men because mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, they understand how to use their their legs um, to push themselves up, whereas men always go for the upper body strength and try and do everything with their arms. So just something out there for... <laughs> Perfect example for... of working smarter, not harder. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> which my husband says should be on my urn slash tombstone. Uh, Cause I'm the, the one that's like, can we work smarter, not harder, please? Thank you. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite thing to bake? My favorite thing to bake? Mm -hmm. um, oh man. Well, I really love making uh, tarts. Yeah. Like a, like a fruit tart. Um, I made for my for one of my friends a while ago. This is still one of my favorite things that I've made. Um, I made uh, a a tart, a fruit tart with an almond crust and a green tea infused pastry cream, um, and then a bunch of different fruits from uh, the farmers market. And then I did a ginger glaze on top, and it was so good. But yeah, that's I like I like doing like a fruit tart with a a custard or a pastry cream filling. Um, yeah i don't know and i you know i just i love trying different things and 
<sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say tarts. Tarts are fun because you can do different fillings and different toppings. And... Yeah, kind of modify it and do little ones, do big ones. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, to to share that recipe because that sounds divine. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I mean, shoot, with my culinary background, it's one of my things that one of the reasons why I love to cook. But I always found that when I was What's stressed, your culinary background. Oh, I have my A in culinary arts, so I was a yes. chef. Yeah. Amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's 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 one of the things where you know you like I'm a learner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so and I've always loved how food brings us together. And so yeah, I used to always too. love doing like the dinner parties where yeah. you know friends would come over and it, you know it could be a you know game night. So we'll play Monopoly. Or I literally did some of those uh dinner parties where we all had um it was those murder mystery dinner parties where we are yeah so we would completely dressed up in in the the theme and we'll they would get the invitations via mail and the menu was themed to, to that um game and it, to me it's the spending the time to have the conversations but also the reaction of when they love the food and i tend to cater to the individual's tastes and preferences uh -huh. and so that just kind of brings me so much joy that something that i made um is making you happy and, yeah, yeah food food is love food is love that's, yeah it's like food is my love language too like that's that is how i take care of the people around me um so yeah i i hear all of that the yeah yeah so it's always fun things to do but i always found baking uh, uh, math is not my strong suit and when they <laughs> you know and it comes down to having to convert the recipes uh -huh. from one thing to another or sure. having to increase or decrease the ingredients because you don't need to have that big bash or you do a little bit stressful but i found that baking was so more relaxing for me so when i'm stressed out i bake mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh my gosh need need some bread dough mm -hmm. you, you feel so much better <laughs> yeah yeah but see now that's a little ruined for me thanks to tiktok there is a, a guy um, that it, oh, oh um, I'm not girl. on I'm not on TikTok. Girl, I'm gonna have to send you that video. It's and I, I don't do the tickum tockums. You don't tick tuckums. <laughs> I don't either. I, I do not I, do them. I have an account because you know has to because you know work. If I if I didn't have to do this stuff for work, I probably wouldn't. But yeah, kneading has uh, yeah. I'll have to send you the video. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a thirst trap of sorts that okay. he's doing and um. Yeah, there's some things when he's kneading there that I'm going do, and then the kind of culinary background, like do not do that to the bread. <laughs> okay, you're wasting Nutella, folks. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a thirst trap, and so tickety talkities, uh, man. I, mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, it takes a lot. I mean, these, you know, having a podcast, doing the social media stuff, those videos take a long, long time. And I much rather, and, yeah. Well, and I also feel like I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's so much, and it's like, oh, it's it's like overload for me. I like I've tried. I I had I I opened a TikTok account because I was like, I want to see what this is all about, and like after five minutes of sitting there and you know it's just like one video after the other after the other i was like i can't i can't do this i feel overwhelmed right now <laughs> i i do not i do not like how fast paced this is yeah i would like yeah it's so. gotten better now that the videos can be longer but at the same time uh from a i cannot create the content i just don't have that time capacity and the patience is not where i need to be spending it on because my goodness I've seen some of those behind the videos when they have to record a thing. I'm like, yes, see, mm -mm. Uh, unless I'm getting paid. <laughs> it yeah. Ain't well, look, look. Some people, <laughs> some people are really good at it. And yeah. Like, I, more power. Absolutely. Um, it's entertaining my, on my end. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sure. I I have an Instagram account and I post random photographs. <laughs> And that is that is basically more my speed. So, yeah. <laughs> and I love that you're more on social lately, and uh, love the new logo and things like that that Thank you have. You. And yeah, the color is one of my favorites, shades of blue. And uh, but it's just one of those things where where do you spend your time? And uh -huh. that's inclusive of like, okay, go, Maxine, stop messing on on TikTok and go record the book. <laughs> Selfishly. <laughs> 
Or I'm like, hey, I'm still waiting for that that recipe <laughs> for you to send me. Yeah. But also, I mean, like, hey, I love that we have this extra content now. It helps sometimes lull to sleep at times or when I need to. I mean, like puppies on TikTok are so damn cute and kittens mm-hmm. and little things. And so it, it brings me joy. But I am not the girl to create that content. I will find someone that we can hire for you. <laughs> not going to happen. But again, it's it's fun. But uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, when you do have, an, I am asking for that part recipe. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to yuck on anyone's yum. I oh like, no, absolutely not. No. I I do not like TikTok, but mm-hmm. I know that there are plenty of people who like TikTok, mm-hmm. just like you know everything oh. else in life. Yeah. So. Well, you might you never know, right? At this point, you may not have just found the right TikTok thread for you too. I mean, if there's an entire food one and you may want to sure. find new recipes who knows so um because i mean i found a couple of like oh meal planning fun uh, <laughs> i'll help you with your meal planning i have the you know the, the info and everything but for myself not so much uh but yeah so if i can find something to be helpful it's good to have those things but yeah mountain climbing and baking got it those are the things <laughs> for fun <laughs> yep <laughs> yep hiking rock climbing baking yoga (laughs) i'm really i'm really really just kind of like a boring old hippie oh stop (laughs) (laughs) true yeah and then and then you get in the booth and you're doing all these spicy stuff yeah sure boring old hippie he he says "Mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm." (laughs) you work with words all day long what's your favorite word which is different from your favorite curse word because that's the second part of this question what's my favorite word yeah kerfuffle (laughs) (laughs) that's my favorite word kerfuffle yeah that's a that's a that's a mouthful kerfuffle yeah yeah but it's i can see where it's fun too kerfuffle Mm -hmm. (laughs) what about your favorite curse word uh am i allowed to say it yes (laughs) i've dropped fuck bombs here there come on Yeah, I would I would say that fuck is probably my favorite curse word and the one I use the most often. <laughs> yeah. It can be yeah. used in so many different ways. So mm-hmm. I mean, come on. It's uh and some people would love to do it and this is how it's all about the you know where you put the you know emphasis and all this other fun stuff. So it's yeah. a good it's a good tool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So thank you for sharing all the stuff about you. But we're going to even get more into deep details about you when you tell us your... Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I love doing this. Yeah, because we get such great conversations. But at the same time, I'm going, hmm, two truths and a lie. Where you tell oh. us three things about yourself. And we have to figure out which one's the lie. Okay. 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 Uh... Oh, I just I'm just supposed to come up with... Wait, what is it? Two truths and a lie? Three truths yeah. and a lie. No, it's two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. <laughs> it's part of the homework. <laughs> Did you not get the homework? Homework. Who does homework? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, here we go. Two truths and a lie. Uh, okay. Uh, I have lived in Europe. I have lived on both the East and West Coast. And uh, let's see, what's one more? Um, I have lived on a tropical island. There we go. You went with the theme, folks. I mean, okay. I love it. You guys are sneaky sometimes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the details. And a lot of people, there's so much things that you can learn when it comes down to this, not just by the answers, but the whole thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love it. The, the psychologist in me. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you've either lived in Europe or you mm-hmm. lived both on the East and the West Coast and mm-hmm. you've lived on a tropical island. Mm-hmm. Okay, which which one's the yeah. lie? Okay. Um <laughs> Has uh, lived in Europe the lie? Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yay. I've been to Europe, but I yeah. have not lived in Europe. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I feel mm-hmm. like I should. I feel like I should at some point. Maybe I still will. Yeah. I mean, there's still time. There okay. is. 
so much potential for things out there now to talk about like it's going to stay there for the next six months technically traveling is still living in it so you're good uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) so this whole thing about living on a tropical island though Mm-hmm. where is that can you share a little bit about that i will not <laughs> <laughs> i will not just like i won't tell you where i lived on the east and west coast oh no i don't want the info <laughs> i don't want the address <laughs> uh, yeah but okay so was it as when we think of tropical island was it as mm-hmm. mm, as we think it is where these shows sometimes make it out to be uh yeah okay. i would say yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's yep. good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I am, I am lucky enough to still kind of have a home away, away from home. Oh, nice. Yeah. Return to. So That's good. That's always, yeah. you know, we, we always see these shows or we see the movies about the, the, the stuff. And I'm also going the bugs and if you get strand, because I'm worst case scenario. <laughs> so I'm glad that it's such a good thing. Cause I mean, it's, you know, the mystique is there about, Ooh, tropical Island. Um, but that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. I'm glad that's interesting. <laughs> and you're just going to let us use our imaginations because you know, that's what we do. Correct. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, yo, I'm like, mm, yes, know that. that's correct. That is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Folks, you know, it was good then. <laughs> Goodness. Um, well, thank uh... you for all that. <laughs> yeah uh uh do wait can we do another one? Ooh, what do you mean <laughs> what do you wait can we do another one what do you mean do another, another one like the two truths and a lie yeah oh yeah you want to do another round we could <laughs> totally yeah i don't know sure yeah yeah all right you want uh, to just try another one yeah okay mm. uh okay let's see um i have managed a music venue i had a lizard growing up uh i have gotten lost in the woods and required rescue oh wow Now she went completely different gamuts. I love well, it. Well, yeah, because you were like, oh, there's, there's a theme. So I'm like, okay, well, let's make it well, wacky. Let's... I love it. Hey, I was not anything about it. I love it. Y'all get creative on these things. It's also why I give it for homework is I never want to cut you guys off guard or have to have that moment of, you know, dead or silence. But it's been great. Uh, and sometimes you guys really think about these things. And there's been moments where it's been themed. Others have been completely out there. And then the ones where you're like, you survived all this <laughs> so it's like cool but in your city we've managed a music venue had a lizard growing up and gotten lost in the woods and required rescue it's all in the details um mm-hmm. let's see is the lie the re- managed a music venue nope mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i had a feeling that was true <laughs> All right. Had a lizard growing up. Nope. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you got lost in the woods, but you did not require rescue. That's it. <laughs> I mean, everyone's gotten lost in the woods, but no, I've never required rescue in the oh, woods before. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually I'm, I managed a, a classical music venue. Oh, wow. uh, so I've. I, we had Yo-Yo Ma, and I've I have met and spoken with Yo-Yo Ma in person, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably cooler for some people than it is for others. But it's pretty yeah. cool for me. So, yeah. hey, it's what we what we find joy, as that saying goes. If it sparks the joy, keep it right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh goodness! And you had a lizard growing up. Was it an actual lizard, mm-hmm. lizard, or one that you found that and your parents didn't know that you had? <laughs> uh, well, I did find it, and I did just keep it, but they knew that I had it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah yep ah kids gotta mm-hmm. love us mm-hmm. <laughs> and i sure we grew up but yeah i had a pet mm-hmm. did we did the parents know about it though kids it's always the question like maybe yeah. not so but yeah see i, I you so yeah. you liked lizards growing up <laughs> i liked all i liked everything i wanted all the pets that i could possibly have and my parents were usually open to it <laughs> that's good yeah yeah 
Yeah. Here in Florida, we're constantly having to say, all right, little one, you don't belong in here. Let's go take, you know, right. figure out how to capture it. And especially when they go up high and I have vaulted ceilings, I'm like, mm-hmm. um, and then try to get out of the house because cats. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want the cats getting them. No, I don't. I was I mean, going to say they, they're not bad in the house because they'll eat all the bugs. But, exactly. But no, you don't I, want your cats eating them. <laughs> yeah. Ex- perfect. That's the main reason I'm like, is when they get up there, I'm like, you know what? One less spider and yeah. or anything else, because again, Florida, but at the same time, I don't need any of the fuzzy kids presenting me with gifts that required stuff like that. So we're all good, you know? Yeah always looking like all right what are you staring at i'm like oh that's a lizard great (laughs) (laughs) that's fun at least least it's not a ghost you know (laughs) that's another episode (laughs) (laughs) they've done that too and i'm going (laughs) there's nothing up there buddy okay so is it the little girl or the gentleman that we're talking about Yeah, it's one of those things I'm pretty open about, Mike. In my house, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if it's a ghost, I'm like, we, well, you know, I always said a me- uh, like a memo, I'm like, listen, we can coexist, or I'm going to do stuff to get rid of you. It's one or the other. You have options. Yeah. Um, so, same, same learn to same coexist. Here. Good. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, see, we're definitely having another episode. Maybe around Halloween, we can tell our ghost sure. stories. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go, can you tell us what you're currently working on and what is up next for you that you can share? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I am currently recording Nadia Lee's next book, Contractually Yours. Uh, and what do I have coming up? Um, let's see. I have Deserving Reese, uh, Susan Stoker. That's going to be coming out, uh, I think, at the end of the month. And... Uh, Serena Aykroyd, uh, well, Cruise just came out, and then uh, we'll be having, let's see, I did Filthy Lies and Filthy Truth, um, the Lodestar and Connor uh, books, and then I'm trying to remember what else. Oh, I have a, I, I have a Catherine Cowles book coming out um, soon-ish um, in her Lost and Found series. Um, yeah. Oh, that, that alien (laughs) (laughs) that I, that I just did, that's going to be coming out, uh, soon. That's the final book in the, uh, what is it? The faded, I forget what the name of the series is, but it's a, um, it's a reprise of a character that I did in the first book in the series and she and her mate have to. They go on another mission to mm-hmm. save, you know, the world. And she's a scientist. He's an alien. And, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Budding work romance. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh, I just recorded Unscripted with Mila for Melanie Moreland. That's going to be coming out uh, soonish. I did a Layla Frost book. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. You weren't kidding when I went. We weren't kidding when we said you pumping them out. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, we definitely have a lot of goodies to place in our earbuds in the next coming days, weeks, months as these get recorded and published. So thank you for all that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for listening. That's, yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, we love you. So, of course. You, and th- no kidding. We weren't lying when we said we'll listen to anything that you narrate. <laughs> so, you know, one day there's just, you never know. You might get that, you know, Encyclopedica Botanica um, book. <laughs> <laughs> no no one oh. wants to hear me read an encyclopedia <laughs> oh no no they 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 kind of did that already thanks to audible one of their april fool's things that they did they've got a couple of uh little definitions and stuff they didn't do an entire full volume but they're like hmm, you're saying let's see if this is true and yep it, it's a freebie on audible um i think sebastian york did a cheese no i'm not kidding he did cheese <laughs> And yeah, it was a, it's, I think uh, Zachary Weber did another one too in there too. There's a bunch of narrators that got together as an April Fool's joke. That's fun. <laughs> the Audible, why you don't ask me to do silly? <laughs> I know. They haven't done that in a while. And I'm going, y'all, come on. I mean, it's not like you don't know folks. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
I'm like, let's have some fun. Get back a little bit to the community and have some fun with that. Yeah, it was an April Fool's joke. It was fun. I'll link it um, and I'll send it to you so you can listen to some of these words because I'm like, mm, yeah, no, they were right. Anything y'all say, we'll listen. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank you so much, Maxine, for being part of this year's audiobook loving series. It's been yeah. such a hoot. Thank you, Viviana. Yeah. I'm glad we could do this finally. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Damn work schedules, but we got it done, girl. We got it. <laughs> we did. Yep. And we everyone, thank you for hanging out with us today. We hope you've enjoyed this chat as well as the series. I will make sure to include all of her social media so you guys can follow her and get some cool recipes, including joining the, the group that she has, Maxine's Earbuds. Yeah, Maxine's uh, Earbuds, come join yeah. us. It'd be fun. Um, and that information will be linked over at the Audiobook Loving series page at Viviana Enchantress the Books. And until next time, happy listening. A special thank you to authors DJ Krimmer, Tana Stone, Landon Beach, PJ Fiala, and all of our sponsors of the Audiobook Lovin' 2023 series. Visit today's episode post to listen to sound clips of some of the books we discussed and enter the month-long giveaway. If you enjoyed the Audiobook Lovin' podcast series and you want more, join the Audiobook Lovin' podcast Patreon for early access to podcasts, exclusive content like the Would You Rather game and dinner party guests, and additional incentives such as bloopers, graphics, and much more. Support the podcast by becoming a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash audiobooklovin'. Thank you for joining Viviana and her guests for this podcast, and we hope you tune in again as we continue to celebrate Audiobook Month. The Audiobook Lovin' series is hosted by Viviana, the Enchantress of Books. Please make sure to visit the main page linked within the post to learn more about the entire Audiobook Lovin' series and the enchanting author and narrator guests who have joined us over the years. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review wherever you listened. And please follow us on social media platforms and subscribe to the Viviana the Enchantress of Books newsletter. Until next time, happy listening. Audiobook Lovin' hopes you have enjoyed this program.